The Lowdown: Business Etiquette China, written by Florian Lalum and presented by Trevor White and Laura Lyking. The Lowdown: Audio downloads for people who are long on ambition but short on time. Hello, and welcome to Business Etiquette China. Today, I'm going to be taking you through some tips and tools that will keep you ahead of the game. We live and work in a global market. Knowing how to behave with courtesy in other countries will allow you to make a good impression, helping you to forge new friendships and alliances, thereby maximizing your potential and making you a greater asset to your company and your profession. This isn't a language course. It isn't a detailed treatise on how to do business in China, but it will tell you a little about what to expect in business and social situations, and give you some tips about how to behave and how not to behave. We'll be talking a little bit about the history of China and how it informs attitudes today. We'll discuss why it's important to understand the concepts of face and networking. We'll go through the stages of building a relationship with the Chinese and talk a little in general terms about doing business in China. Then we'll get more practical as we take you through the etiquette you might need in a typical business meeting. As well as some tips to help you through the etiquette of that all-important business socializing, we'll recap with a list of do's and don'ts, and finally we'll round it off with a few Chinese phrases that might come in handy. Let's get started. China has such a varied and interesting history. Do you think that has had an impact on how business is done there today? There's no doubt that China's rich history plays a paramount role in the way the Chinese see the world today. It's no coincidence that China calls itself the Middle Kingdom. For centuries, the Chinese have seen their country as the center of the world. China may have opened its doors to foreigners, and the Chinese may be fascinated by Western methods and technologies, but they are still proud of their past superiority, and this history has had an effect on the way they do business. For example, the teachings of Confucius—they play a central role in how the Chinese think and behave even today. In case you were asleep during class, Confucius was a Chinese philosopher of the fifth and sixth centuries B.C. Oh, I'm not going to have to study this philosophy, am I? Of course not. Look, the only important thing for you to understand is that the principles of Confucianism aim at maintaining a community through interpersonal harmony. This harmony is maintained when each member of the community puts the needs of the community before his or her own. Deference toward authority and respect for age are two Confucian principles. The notion of rank is highly respected. This is something to keep in mind when doing business in China. When meeting with an older person or someone in a higher position, for example, a chairman or general manager, it's important to act with deference, showing an obvious respect for his or her experience. Let me say something about gender at this point. Most executives in China are men, but there are a significant number of female chairwomen and general managers, particularly in Shanghai. Simply for ease, I'll be mostly using he and him throughout this talk. I won't hold that against you. Thanks. Generally speaking, what's the attitude to foreigners in China? Well, as a foreigner, you'll be warmly welcomed, but at the same time, you'll be under a certain amount of scrutiny. This is mainly due to curiosity. The Chinese don't show their emotions or true thoughts easily, so you may not even notice. But the way you act and react will be noticed, analyzed, and sometimes even mimicked or copied. And what, in your opinion, is the most important thing to remember about doing business in China? There are two concepts that are vital to know about if you're going to be doing business in China. The first is mianzi or 
face, and the second is guanxi, which we'll call networking.、Uh, let's start with face. I've heard of that, saving face. It's probably the most important concept to grasp when doing business in China. What is it exactly? Face is prestige,、uh, respect received from others, and respect given to others. One's reputation is also part of face. Losing face for the Chinese has a far greater emotional impact than what we in the West understand as shame. And in China, everyone has to preserve face at any cost. A public insult, a reprimand, or a personal affront will obviously lead to a loss of face. But a contradiction,、uh, a rebuff, or refusing an invitation might also cause a loss of face. Even accepting a new idea can be perceived in some quarters as a loss of face. Losing your temper, or in fact showing any strong negative emotion, constitutes a serious.